Okay, we're going live. Trying to learn all the different things I'm doing. We're working on different things. So, welcome to Loud and Nerdy. Paul's uh, uh, trying to get his computer up and running. A little bit of a tech issue, so we're trying to get everything going. Um, let me see if I can find little things. That's how it's supposed to go. Uh, that's the intro to the show. Everything's going um, okay. Not great because Paul's not here yet. Um, so you get stuck in my unteckable issue hands. Um, we do have a good show tonight. I'm, I, you know, Paul will be along in a moment. Uh, we have a really good show. A lot of good things going on. Um, we have Dave Romeo joining us from Comics on the Green. I see him in the green room. Hi, Dave. Uh, we, uh, we have Missy uh, Defina joining us to do movie motivation. So we have a lot of stuff going on, a lot of cool things. Um, one is, you know, Paul will not be here next week. So I'm going to be doing the show. I'm going to be doing all this cool like stuff. Uh, so share the link. Um, first off, the show is loud and nerdy. Thank you for coming and joining us on a Wednesday night at eight ish. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. Um, a lot of good things going on this week. Uh, we're going to talk about Marvel talk. We're going to do a little bit of the Oscar nominations. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, I know Paul definitely wants to talk about Bill Burr and the Grammys. Um, and then we have a bunch of comic book stuff because Dave Romeo, uh, the guru of comics on the green will be joining us and we will go over what everybody's thinking uh, the night before justice league Snyder cut lands two days before Falcon and Winter Soldier lands um, two weeks after, you know, WandaVision ended and everybody's kind of like figuring everything out. Um, we do, uh, we do have interesting stuff going on tonight and we're waiting for Paul to get here. So um, we did the intro. We did what we're supposed to do there. Let's see what else I can come up with. Um, so a couple things, share the link. Uh, you can also, we're, we're at 8 p.m. every Wednesday, live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, um, all the different platforms, uh, which is great. And uh, basically, um, it's a good time to be a loud and nerdy fan. We're, uh, we're close to 500 members in the group. So if you know anybody that really likes and does everything else, that's great. We appreciate you uh, coming in and giving us the thing. And now I don't know how to get out of the banner, which is, that's practically perfect in every conceivable way which is amazing. Um, but uh, we do have an interesting top five tonight. We did top five uh, guilty pleasure movies and now I can't get back in and I don't know what to do because uh, Paul's not here and I'm just clicking stuff and trying to get things to work. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we do appreciate you coming. Let me see what else I can do to get out of this. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Got amazing stuff going on. Um, okay. Let's see. Do, do, do. How the heck does this work? No! Banners, no, we don't want banners. Brand. No. Video clips. Background? No. Nope. Don't know how to do any of it. All right. This is great. So we just have the hit like and subscribe buttons up, and Paul will get here at any moment and be like, What are you doing? Stop butchering my stuff. Um, which is, you know, it is what it is. Um, but so, you know, we got 
a lot of stuff going on in the world, like with regards to uh, news. One of the bigger news stories of the day is, oh, look, I'm back. Um, that's amazing. All right. So wait, let me get rid of the banners now too. Can I get rid of the banners? Let's, let's hide it. Okay. So this very, uh, very good looking man that's on the bottom of the screen is, is Raylan Givens. He's in a show called Justified. And about two weeks ago, we did a, re a reboot episode where we just talked about different things. And basically, um, we were talking about stuff we want to see rebooted. Now, Justified didn't make any of our lists, which is odd because I don't think anybody was thinking about it getting rebooted. But what's happening right now is that there is a Justified... First off, this particular character, Raylan Givens, is in a ton of... Um, in a ton of books uh, by Elmore Leonard, and he's just one of the main. He's one of the main characters in, um, in Elmore Leonard's novels. Um, so, you know, it, it's it would only be kind of interesting if they did another Elmore Leonard TV adapta adaptation, which is going to be at FX, and basically um, they're going to they're looking to try to bring his character back. So, you know, the one they're working on right now is um, an Elmore novel called City Primeval High Noon in Detroit, uh, which is basically one of the, the stories that Raylan Givens was part of. Um, the, the interesting thing here is the Justified show was based on a short story called Fire in the Hole. The whole, the whole show was based on one short story that Elmore Leonard did. And basically, they're bringing, they may be bringing him, him back. And no, nobody knows if Alphonse going to come back or not. But if Alvin did come back, it would be his third time playing a marshal in the last two years. He would be playing Raylan Givens again. He would be playing, he returned to Deadwood. So he was on Deadwood as a marshal, returned there. So he got to return and play a character he played before. And in this case, he would get to return again. And he just played a marshal in The Mandalorian. So it would be an exciting time to be an Elmore Leonard fan. And it would also be an exciting time to, you know, just see what's going on. Um, other things we're going to talk about. Let's see. I'm excited. I hope, I hope they do, do decide to bring him back. And he's actually one of my favorite television characters of all time. His justified. If you haven't watched justified, it is, it's a great action show. It's a great cop show. And it's got, it's got all kinds of cool, like side notes going. He basically, he's a U.S. Marshal that gets sent back to his hometown and his hometown is being run by criminals and thugs. And he kind of just goes in and just cleans house. But the person that's running the entire criminal organization is his best friend from childhood, who they grew up, you know, uh, in the coal mines together. So it's like very tense. Um, it's it's a, uh, Walter Goggins, who's now on the uh, CBS show, The Unicorn, um, was his the main villain to uh, Raylan Givens. And it's one of the best shows on television. Um, let's see what else happened this week because we're gonna we're gonna get news out of the way before Paul gets here because he doesn't actually care about some of the news. Um, Oscar nominations happened, and I'm ecstatic about that. I love Oscar time. Oscar time is one of my favorite times. Look at that little Oscar right next to my name. Um, well, not next to my name, but little Oscar nominations. Um, so uh, we had the Oscar nominations list come out. Um, Mank leads the list with ten. I don't think it's gonna come close to winning ten. Um, it, it's real interesting that we're looking at, um, Minari, Nomadland each have six nominations. I think Nomadland is in a weird position because I think it's 
poised to be the best picture. But I also think Minari's got is starting to get a leg up. And the only two films, if you go by any kind of um, any kind of Oscar history, when you look at it, the only two films that have any shot whatsoever to win to win Best Picture would be Promising Young Woman, which is one of Paul and I's favorite shows, um, our favorite movies, I should say, um, with uh, Carrie Mulligan, and uh, directed by um, Fennel. She's a really great young director. Um, and Nomadland are the two because they are nominated in key the key categories of picture, director, actress, uh, and screenplays. So it's one of those it's one of those Oscar uh, tidbits that best pictures tend to win certain categories that all people kind of like look at and go that movie was really tightly wound, that movie worked well, that script was amazing, like all of those different pieces. The only two when you look at all those different pieces that have any super shot of winning uh, best picture or Nomadland and promising young woman. I think probably Nomadland, but the nominations were pretty good. Uh, you know, they were solid. We had the first time, um, the first time an Asian American actor was nominated. Um, so Steven Yeun, we also had our first Muslim actor nominated in Riz Ahmed for sound of metal. Um, I think they're barking up a very a big tree because Chadwick Boseman is also nominated in the same category and Anthony Hopkins and Gary Oldman. So it's a really busy category with some really nice first time nominees. But I think Chadwick Boseman's passing is going to be the ultimate thing where that kind of goes away. Um, best actress is stacked. Viola Davis, if she were to win for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, would become the, the winningest African-American actress of all time which is amazing for Viola Davis, but sad in the sense that we haven't had a lot of African-American actress winners if somebody can become the all-time winningest African-American actress with just three. Um, but that category stack, Carrie Mulligan, Promising a Woman, one of the best performances of the year. Frances McDormand, Nomadland, she's very tough to beat. Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of Woman, and Andrew Day, who upset at the Golden Globes for the United States versus Billie Holiday. Um, and then it kind of, you know, it, the nominations were all over the place. Mank had 10. It's nominated for a lot of different things. Um, it's a Netflix movie. So we, you know, this is the, one of the first years we've had, um, the streamers really dominating the, uh, the Oscar nominations and what will happen. Paul's here. I'm going to add Paul. Paul, you're I'm here. On this side. This is weird. I don't like yeah. this at all. We can switch. I don't no, like this. I'll, I'll deal with it. It's weird to be on this side, but it, I'll yeah, get used to it, I guess. This is not going great. I'm so glad you're here. Would you yeah, like doing me? it by yourself is weird, right? It's not great. It, it, it's not like great. It. It's not great. Um, well, and also, I like, do there's not all, enjoy doing it. I tried doing are, it by myself. No, no. There are, no all these, there are all these things on the side. For 10 minutes, uh, Missy and Dave were in the green room laughing because I couldn't get out of the goddamn like and subscribe page. It was bad. It was bad, Paul. Um, but we're, we're just discussing the Oscar nominations. First off, I didn't get to say it to you because we were starting. Welcome to, uh, welcome to the show, Paul. Um, happy St. Patrick's day. I know you're, Woo. yeah. Are you Irish? Like a kind like a piece. I'm like a mutt. you like a mutt. I'm a mutt also. So I'm okay with that. Um, I'm a lot of that Island. <laughs> that <makes any> sense. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff going on on an island um do you have now i'm after we get done with the show tonight i'm gonna do my favorite saint patrick's day movie do you have any saint patrick's day favorites there's two i have 
that are that I grew up in childhood watching that I I, I thought we would talk about quickly and then go to all the other junk we were talking about earlier today when we're doing any St. Patrick's Day movies. I didn't the even know. Quiet Man. You can't think of the the Quiet Man. The Irish. You've never seen the Quiet Man. Just because there's Irish people in it doesn't mean it's a St. Patrick's Day movie. It's one of those. Mo- <laughs> oh yeah, and actually, that's, that's like, exactly that's a what it means. Hard stretch. It's. But that would include a lot more. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen The Quiet Man. It's a literally about St. Patrick's Day. No, it's not literally about St. Patrick's Day, but it, it's a. It's. It occurs it's widely, during St. Patrick's Day. No, it's no. It has nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. Get off the St. Patrick's Day. It's an Irish movie that people happen to watch on St. Patrick's Day. Well, you said it was a St. Patrick's Day movie, yes, so I was like, Pat- a, well, no, no, nobody wants Patrick- to watch a movie wait, about St. Patrick's Day. That sounds boring a, as shit. It's well, yeah, except <laughs> every time, except going to read Dane Scrand. Darby O'Gill and the Little People is the one I would say, Jay. So that's interesting. Um, but Darby O'Gill and the Little People is also God. I would watch man. Howard the Duck for St. Patrick's Day. How do you feel back-to-back weeks? You got to talk about Howard the Duck. It's like the movie that won't Actually, go away. Actually, we're not going to talk about it. We're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna gloss over it. We're gonna gloss over it. And and you know, I think you had a I think you had a a winner idea. We're just gonna gloss over it. I'll be the bad guy and be like, okay, we'll talk about whatever we can number. Talk about s- it for like two seconds. What, but. No, whatever number six is. What did you tell you talked about the Oscars already? Because I, I already talked about the about Oscars. Because you're done glossing so, over. I don't give a shit yeah. about the Oscars. <laughs> I understand. Um, well, because it's it's why have two award shows where people win the same shit? It's so dumb. Well, the like, Oscars oh, are more whatever the Golden Globes win, probably going to win at the Oscars. Like, great, that's... let's give the same movie two awards. Just combine well, yeah, the shows. Uh, Quit wasting each other's time. That's award season. That's how award season no, it's works. Dumb. It's not dumb. Nobody Golden has Globes... different opinions. <laughs> Just like, oh well, the Golden Globes gave him one, so I guess we'll give him an Oscar too. Well, no, actually, yeah. Golden Globes and Oscars don't always coexist it's well you know what i hope the oscars gives promising young woman the shit that it deserves you missed that i was talking about that one of the interesting things i I caught the tail end that's one one, yeah one of the interesting thing about the nominations is those are the only two movies that by old standards and by everything looking through all the lists of the past the movies that are editing the movies that are act that have an acting nomination and director and screenplay are all usually in the mix to get best picture. So those are the only two that can win theoretically. Um, no, they don't. They do not suck. The Oscars do not suck. The Oscars are a, the Oscars are a tradition and they're amazing. Um, but it's not do better than the Grammys did. Cause, uh, well, the Grammys were the grant. Let's, Let's talk. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh buttons now. Oh, oh no, no, have control. Now we're going to no, talk. No, now what is going to happen? Okay, so uh, the, the Grammys were. There's a lot of talk about the. A lot of buzz about the well, Grammys. The only I, reason anybody's talking about the Grammys is two things. So they should be thanking Bill Burr because. <laughs> well, no, no, all no, no. Talk no. about his WAP. If it was that, <laughs> I'm not gonna. It's WAP. Just WAP, not WAP. 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 Well, WAP that's is, like a. That's like a derogatory. Yeah, that's like. WAP well, is totally it's WAP. It's so a WAP. It's WAP. You gotta say WAP. Well, you can say what it is, but I don't know that anybody wants. I mean, like, how are you supposed to? I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that's a way to fight Italian slurs. Now you just say <laughs> WAP. You just say WAP. <laughs> um, so I I texted you after I watched the Grammy. I did watch the Grammys. Mainly, be, I was not gonna watch the Grammys, but then midway through, they said coming up the. Well, I watched the Bo Burr mess, and then after that, they. You think had, it was a mess? I think it's a mess because 
Because I, I think, think do we have differing opinions on this. Yes, we always have differing. I think it's a mess because I think if you're going to an award show and you're presenting, you probably should. I would if I'm Bill Burr, I'm going to the side before I go out there and I'm looking over. Tell me you wouldn't do that. Tell me you wouldn't you wouldn't make sure you knew all the names, had them like you wouldn't know that beforehand, or do you just chalk it up to him well, being funny and trying to get out of it? I think it was more like I think he looked like a deer in headlights and it was very much a I'm panicking right now. I think it was a combo of a lot of things. So But there's not a, like they told him he was doing something different and then ended up doing that. So I assume he wasn't fully prepared because they didn't tell him what exactly he was doing because he thought he was going to be on TV and he was on like the pre-show. Second, if you ever listen to Bill Burr read anything on any of his podcasts, the dude struggles to read. So even if he prepared, like even even more than even more so to to be reading foreign names. Yeah, that's my that's my only thing. If you and I, if you and I, if you and I were going to present at an award show, if we ever fingers crossed one of us gets famous enough to go somewhere um either one of us or both listen i have both i will 100 percent guarantee that if i am in that situation i will probably mess something up (laughs) so no no but but i'm saying he had an he had a look on his face like i haven't even read these and i'm thinking to myself there's got to be isn't there like practice like don't don't you the presenters show up and maybe there's because it was the pre-show streaming thing they didn't prepare I, I don't just know. Like, Let's just I do just it. felt. Who cares? Nobody's watching this. Show. I texted you while okay. So I was watching the Grammys, watching the Burr thing. I thought it was. I thought it was like I didn't think it was fair to him, but I also understood when when things started rolling funny, in. On, the jokes are funny, but I also understood once you once you have funny jokes and then you're you're presenting and you're not paying attention to the names of the people you're giving awards to. That's when you get into hot water. You can be as funny as as you want to be. But you get into hot water if you, you know, you become John Travolta. You become, you know, you don't know who Adina Menzel is. You know, it, it's, <laughs> it becomes a ridiculous, you become bigger than the thing. Well, that's, uh, I, I mean, look at that. I already said that wrong. Wait, yeah, well, you did. The show's um, canceled already. I'm canceled. We're done. We're canceled. But that, no, that the, only, the only reason I stayed around was because in midway through one of the commercial breaks, coming up on this year's Grammys, the live, the live, a television premiere of of WAP, of WAP, and I was like, "What? You mean the How? aggressive use of the censor button? What? What's the point of even playing it on TV?" Well, actually, they they didn't do the beeping. They did they, they did full edit. Like they, uh, Cardi B and Megan The Stallion did full edits themselves. But the funny thing oh, for so me is, the kids WAP. They did like, <laughs> yeah, they they did like they did like yeah, whap. whatever. Kids WAP. Yeah. Kids WAP. Wasn't well, it um, wings and pizza? They do wings and pizza because I think that's no. the kids' bop version. No, I, I, bringing up wings and pizza doesn't. No, that's, that's not, legit. Like I'm that's seeing, not good. I'm, that's really the kids' bop song is wings and pizza. No, it's not. I swear to God, Google it. It's oh, we're gonna have to thing. Google that. But it's a real um, thing. I so I was sticking around. I was watching. It was a mess. The show was a mess. Uh, but like it was also like you had these weird moments of pure unadulterated truth that were horrible. Post Malone, and in an they did like these little vignettes with all the all the stars, right? And Post Malone literally looked at the camera and was like, "God, I can't really sing all that well. Thank God for Auto Tune." Yeah, and it's like, "Holy yeah. shit! Like, what are you doing, man? You're uh, you're killing yourself here." Um, yeah, I why are to you- reiterate the Burr thing? 
is he just looked he unprepared. His own backlash. They've been after him for months. So he well, they've been after him since Saturday Night Live. Even but, before that, but, but I think now, I, I think mean, Saturday I think, Live defending Gina. Now this, uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's not a good he look. He called it. He was like, "The feminists are gonna be real mad that I'm presenting a Latino category and I am a straight white male." And look at the internet today; they're super mad that exactly what happened. So well, and I think that's like part you of call it. Call your I, own public outrage now. But here's the thing. But Paul, there would be no public outrage if he. Say he's, he's a white male and he's presenting... Say he makes the all the jokes and he pronounces all the names right. You think they'd still be pissed? No, I don't. I do. I, I do. I, I don't. I don't. I think I think if you do the jokes and you present and you give the names properly, nobody gives a shit. I think it... Nah, I think they... I think, no, I think... I, I don't think so. I think when you add the pieces together... out to get him, those jokes would have... But Paul, the, the jokes were funny, right? But the jokes would have been fine, and the jokes would have been okay had he gotten everything else right. But also my point is, and I made this point to somebody else, is like, it's weird how they're attacking him for not being able to read. Aren't we supposed to be like a nice, (laughs) like, we're supposed to be nice to people who struggle with reading, right? Well, yeah, but if you, it's real hard to be nice to to the biggest smartass in the room. I think that's where we're at. I think that's what it is. Choose who we're nice to now. Well, I think that that's happening all over the place. You don't think it's happening all over the place already? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I just think I think he would have had bigger standing if he had come out and nailed the nailed the names and everything, done his jokes. It would have been okay. I think it would have would have skated through. I, I think, think where, those jokes where he came gets... from a place of panic. I think that's what. I don't think those were pre written jokes. <laughs> I don't think that he ran it by anybody. I mean, he said anybody th- wanted to kill themselves when they were listening to that piano in the beginning. I'm pretty sure that was not a joke they wanted on TV. Well, and no. I, I, yes, no, no, I'm, the panic, I, the panic I understood, but I but think, I think he gets out of it. Me. On his podcast, he always talks about how he can't read. And if you listen right. to him read, so, ad okay, reads, so then, like literally a piece of paper telling him what to say, he reads like they're like, insert your own story so who, here. He would read, insert your own story here. Like so, he's not a smart <laughs> man. So, but, so. so, but then, then I, then blame his handlers. I blame his agent. I blame like probably doesn't have you, handlers. You don't think he has handlers? You don't think he has somebody that that guides him on on anything? Nope. An agent? You don't think he has an agent? He has an agent, but he's probably not guiding him on what to do on the Grammys. Well, he's I think mad at his agent because he thought he was going to be on TV. I, I, he's on yes, I, I yes, I, I I see that happening. But I think I'm I think he survives. He'll survive it. But I also think yes, Tracy Morton mispronounced Soul. Yes. And again, it, it's even that. Even that was a little bit off. Uh, you know, I'm Ron Bergen. Yes, part of part of it. Uh, but I think we're gonna have a lot of talk. I think I don't think Burr's in. I think he's in trouble, but not fine. in a lot of trouble. He's uncancelable at this point. Well, I don't I know. Think. I don't. I don't know that anybody's uncancelable. Well, I mean, but he's got to do something atrocious. But. <laughs> I'm just the guy to do it. Um, okay. Um, what else? So I already talked about Justified. I'm excited they're going to bring that back. Um, he might be untouchable. I, uh, actually, I, Eminem's co- making so much money off them trying to cancel him. Like, so his music has had like a resurgence because they've tried to cancel him. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. And you know, and John Paul brings up a valid point. A black, a black man mispronounced soul, but yes, and everybody. Uh, okay, so one thing I would say for so we're gonna go with 
Bill Burr doesn't know how to read. I'm going to say that uh, Tracy Morgan mispronouncing mispronouncing Soul might be okay because it was in a massive car wreck. Just thrown out there. He got hit by a giant Walmart truck. It hasn't as been as really got hit by a super- truck. Stupid is acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to say it like that. But like, but- well, you got hit by a Walmart truck, so I mean, we okay. understand. So am I gonna? Are, are you gonna control this, or am I gonna try to control this and see how this you, works? I'll let you do it because you gotta learn how to do it. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea how to do this. So you will. Yeah, I have no idea how to. So we're gonna add Missy in. We're gonna bring her for movie motivation. Paul's gonna get a. You're gonna play the movie motivation in for. Oh, maybe, maybe I don't know. It should maybe. be in there. It should be. Oh, should there be it is. Out. Look at this. Uh, maybe. Okay, so let's do that. Look at how seamless! Look at how seamless that was. That was amazing, Um, Missy. Welcome to the program. Uh, Just so everybody knows, whoever listens to the podcast, don't give us the finger. You get out of here. You get out of here. You, you, um, uh, Kyle in the background uh, giving us the finger. Although you know it doesn't really work on a podcast. But uh, what I want to say is, Missy gets very angry with us if we don't have movie motivation. But I got to tell you, Missy. It's very hard to get people to do movie motivation. They Kyle cancel- wants to do it. Kyle when? wants to do it next week. Whenever you're ready. He's just upset he never gets asked. We put on Facebook like <laughs> 9,000 times. So Who wants, wants to do actual, it? He like, wants message from you. Oh, he wants like right? a personal invitation? Yeah, he does. I'm going to, Paul, I'm not going to lie like, to you. We're not, we're not going to invite him now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, that's, a that's going to be, he just gave it, wait a second. The guy who just gave us the finger in the background wants a personal invitation for us to come on our show, and, pro- and now he's giving us the <laughs> finger again. again. You see, dude, you we see? talk about Howard the Duck every week because of this man, <laughs> and he wants a personal and, and he wants a personal invitation. Anyway, um, so as you know, Missy, Paul is uh, Paul's in a rut. Not gonna lie, Paul is in uh, a missed a lot. You missed, missed a lot. lot. Paul's in a rut, but also this is a big deal because now we're getting down to like characters that you may or may not want in the badass. Badass uh, tournament we got going on. Paul works out for me though because I took out Dutch. So now there's, I mean, we're both now the characters we don't really want. (laughs) So it doesn't matter to me. But I'm, but I'm up four three now. Also to talk shit, this JW, this motherfucker was giving me shit. He was like, "Oh, now you're claiming strategy," and I'm like, "Dude, I said it before even the episode ended last week, and I forgot about it until now. I was gonna clip it out." Just to show you yeah. that I said it, that it was okay. Strategy. I'm okay. It's okay. I I mean, my guy won twenty nine to three. That's fine. The biggest no more blowout is the... off the board. Okay. okay. I, I could have okay. been the Missy... no fun guy and pick Sarah Connor, and that would have been boring. Cause... It would have been. I think it would have been interesting. I think it would have been an interest. Like they would have been like. I think it would have been like because you could have had either one going either side. Like no way. Really... If you pick. That Terminator beat Sarah Connor. He won. She won in the movies. <laughs> yeah, but she won. She won by luck in the first movie, and the second movie, she's only alive because he he saves her. So there would have been an interesting debate, but you didn't do it. It's over, Missy. <laughs> I did. Big I chance did. for Paul to get back on the on the right side of things, be able to pick or not pick. I'm going to go three, two, one. Movie motivation because we got a lot to get to tonight. So three, two, one, action. Well, now let me see here. I heard him saying something about cutting down the weeds around the summer house. I think he's gone to see the uh, Smitty shoppering his sword. I'll fetch him for you, my lord. 
Oh boy, this is what? That's all I get? What the actual <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Man, Why that's... did you just read one line from a movie? It's some bullshit. <laughs> you want to read it again? A Princess or... Bride? No, but that's a good guess. Damn it! Oh, that was a good. That was a good guess. Wow. I don't know what I'm going to do. This is amazing. Do you know what it is, JW? I, uh, I I wasn't paying attention. I was still trying to gloat about the Terminator. Go ahead. <laughs> if you do it again, Missy, I'll, I'll listen this time. Okay. Are you sure? <clears throat> yes. Well, now let me see. I heard him heard something about him cutting down the weeds around the summer house. I think he may have gone and had a smitty sharpening his ship. I'll fetch him for you, my lord. Oh, Todd. No. Highlander? No. You're closer than he was. Who is J.W. or me? W.O. Gill and the Little People. Ah, oh, there you go. <laughs> another another Irish movie. She picked an Irish movie. I love that and she did. It's a guilty pleasure too. It's, it's, it's a really I like that movie. It's a re- it's a really it's a really great little movie. It's about uh, Sean Connery plays a guy who tries to capture leprechauns. It's amazing. It's a Disney movie. The leprechauns are super creepy. They're people shot as uh, little people. Yes. Um. It's it's great though, and and it actually song in it. it actually has the ending of it is so dark for a Disney movie. There's yeah. a there the Irish uh, curse banshee shows up near the end of the movie to collect dead folks. It is it is terrifying at times, but it's really good. It really cool effects too. Um. But Darby Gill and Little People. That's another. I, that's the other movie song. I was gonna do like I was like, should I just. You're gonna sing the song. Say this, not, not yeah, sing, Sean, say the song and use Sean, that as my Sean, Yeah, Sean Connery sings. Yes, Sean Connery. Bond sings. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. It's a really fun little movie, and it, the Banshee stuff. Her eyes are shine with sparkling fun. No other, no other can match the likes of him. He still wouldn't have got it. He still wouldn't have got it. No, I don't. Um, think but Darby O'Gill is one. Darby O'Gill and the Little People is, is one of the movies Make I watch. And The Quiet Man are the two I watch for, for St. Patrick's Day. Missy, as always, thank you for joining us. We have a very big show tonight. Love you have you a great have. night. Thank you so much. Bye. Goodbye, Missy. Taking L's every week. Every yeah, you're week ta- you're taking L's. L's. This, is, this is good. Um, okay, so we hit, we hit everything. I think we did all the news we wanted to do. We I have did a, make. There's three for when we talk to Dave. Oh, okay, good. Okay. You oh, no, him? I see them. I see them. Um, I do see them. Yes. The, uh, okay. The one is the, okay. Why don't we bring Dave in? Dave's waiting. He's, he's busy. He's been waiting. We yeah. He's been waiting. Fault. So let's, that fault. is, it, it is your fault. I'm not going to bring a guest on if you're not here. Well, um, I had the but, update to my computer just randomly restarted for <laughs> restart. no reason. So I should probably do but, that. <laughs> so joining, joining the show, uh, is a, f- a friend of the show, um, owner extraordinaire of comics on the green in Scranton, the barn on, coolest comic book shop in northeastern pennsylvania and also the one that delivers and will send things all the way to florida um welcome dave romeo to the show dave hey. thanks for having me back on guys how's everybody today thanks for coming back we're good thanks for coming back on thanks for going you know what they're not annoying and i'm gonna my wednesdays are usually busy maybe i'll show up and talk to them uh they need help they need help with comic books damn it um so so what Paul and I were going to talk to you about, like I, first off, I'm thinking to myself right now. Hey, can I, can I put a vote in for a quick Irish movie just real quick? Yes. Oh, absolutely. How about, you know, it's not quite a Disney movie, but how about the Boondock Saints? 
Ooh, that Who is not, a good one. That's definitely not a Disney movie. <laughs> that's also like well, probably the best. That, that, that that's a great that's a movie. that's a great St. Patty's Day movie. Um, I would. And the the quiet, I do agree with you about the Quiet Man, though. Those are my two. Quiet picks. Man. Those are the first ones that came to mind. The Quiet Man, you can watch. Like the Quiet Man, you can watch at any point and go. Yeah. This is a. It's a really good movie, and the fight. The fight is like you can't mm-hmm. get that today. We don't get those kind of things today. No, um, no. But um, I was thinking about this, and I've been mm-hmm. thinking about you for like the last three or four weeks, and just mm-hmm. like waiting for you to come back. And I get very excited. Is it crazy at the store right now because everything is tied to something that's pop culture, and so you have massive people mm-hmm. walking in just going, "Give me all the Wandavision stuff you got, or give me all." Give, give me all. Yep. I need to know what's what they're going to try to do in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like mm-hmm. we're we're trying to get like the WandaVision stuff at the time was so crazy with everybody just trying to figure out where the show was, this was the going. Right one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he got yeah. jobbed. Tell him he got he jobbed. Got Is that by the guy down here? <laughs> he bought. He bought this Not comic to book. Admit that I cheated on you. <laughs> but. <laughs> But is this the right oh, one? No. You can tell punch it. I got work it's that. not. I think that, got, I that's think one it. of them. Yeah, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't do that. I've been. All, you know. But anyway. Um, but like, <laughs> okay. is it is it a high time where people are just walking and going, just absorbing content that hasn't really been flying off the shelves for a while? Is that something that's happening? Um, well, I think. I mean, business has been very good. But I'll tell you what, the Wandavision kind of phenom. I don't want to say it came out of nowhere, but um, I could tell you know from our distributors and suppliers and that we didn't really see this one coming. We figured, okay, this is going to be a really cool show. It's something different, but people are more than familiar with Wanda. They're more than familiar with the Vision, and um, did not expect the level of excitement. And then halfway through the series, it was just every other every other question was, "What do you have you know regarding Wanda Vision stuff?" And since the, the show doesn't take from any one thing, it kind of borrows little bits and pieces and puts it in a little blender and throws it out and it's this cool unique thing but uh you know well, I like, think all Marvel, Marvel, like all the Marvel, like all the Marvel, like all the Marvel stuff on on in movies and television mm-hmm. they kind of mix everything up they move yeah. things around change mm-hmm. change genders do whatever they want to do mm-hmm. um even Ag- even Agatha who be- became probably the most one of the more enduring characters on the show mm-hmm. is is you know is not necessarily what Representative, representative, representative no. of her character in the comics, right. and right. and even like even being the bad character on the show, she still gets the. Th- I was trying to explain to somebody, she goes from being a totally bad character to a character that actually is more in line with her comics because mm-hmm. Wanda can just show up and ask her for advice. Yeah, mm-hmm. which because yep. in the comics she's in a she she's an advice giver. She mm-hmm. she helps you know helps with the Fantastic Four, helps with her. Mm-hmm. And I just find it fascinating that that we're like we're in a time where, um, you know, people are angry about about which Quicksilver's which. I know. Quicksilver, yeah, it, was, it was interesting. It it seems like everybody enjoyed the show a lot. It was definitely a, a huge hit. But the the biggest things I heard were that they didn't like what happened to Quicksilver, and they're all disappointed. I, spoiler alert: you know, uh, Doctor Strange doesn't show up. Magneto doesn't show up. And none I of the said, big, well, you know, the not, Paul was disappointed. You know, see, but the fans are the ones that, you know, they ascribed that. They thought that was going to happen. At no point did Marvel ever hint that it was. It was kind of neat that there was a lot of talk about it. But I, I'm glad I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad neither of them did. I think they would have overshadowed uh, 
what had happened in the actual episodes. I think they would have overshadowed Wanda. Even if Doctor Strange would show up at the very end and say, I sense a disturbance in the supernatural order of things, it would just overshadow everything that Wanda just did. She needed to be the star. Vision needed to be the star, and I'm glad they left it that way. I think it would have been a cutscene thing would have been legit. Like just to tie it in. Like one of the after credit scenes at the very end would have been... But I was trying to explain. I was telling Paul. I think that I think the cutscene ending, two reasons. The cutscene with her in the cabin for Mm -hmm. me is one of my favorite things in Marvel. Going for two reasons. One, one is a completely nerd thing. It is Sam Raimi getting ready to direct her, Mm -hmm. and she's playing with a book in a cabin. I can't. I. It doesn't get any better for me, Mm -hmm. right? Because you know, there's all kinds of Evil Dead overtures. Mm -hmm. Um. And and I was telling him, I'm like, it sets her up. Either either she's a villain or she's not the villain. Whatever happens, mm-hmm. it's going to be big. Can a little bit? What is that book? Everybody wants to talk about the book, Dave. What's the book she's reading? And where I, is that? Where can we find that in the Marvel universe? Well, I'm thinking that's probably the Darkhold. Mm-hmm. And the Darkhold yes. goes goes. If I'm if I'm right, that goes way back to an original appearance in a Werewolf by Night. Uh, back in the 70s, and then it pops up throughout like the 80s and 90s and Doctor Strange. And then in its own series, there was a group uh, in the 90s. And I'm pretty sure that's what she, she's into there. So so it's – it, and, and that's the thing. Like it's got to be an exciting time though in the sense that mm-hmm. I feel like – I feel like everybody's – like I have a lady at work that has no concept of Marvel. And she's like, I've been watching the show with my, my grandkids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like – it's like it's really good. I, you know, I, I recognize all the old, all, all the old timey stuff, and but it's you know for people walking in going, I, you know, where are the new Marvel figures? Where like you put, I know you put something up with the new Marvel, uh, the new Vision Funko. Like they yep. immediately got a white oh, Vision waste out. No time. <laughs> like they are, yeah, they're striking while the while the the brand yep. is hot. Um, but so it's been a success. It's doing well. Um, is there any is there any comic you would recommend if somebody's into WandaVision that kind of would tie in where they go, I didn't think about reading that one, but that one's really good, and that's something that you might get a little out of it? See, it's it's so weird with this one, and this one was tough for us when we did have a bunch of things in stock before they sold out. Um, the Vision <laughs> Limited series from a few years back, written by Tom King, who's a big DC guy for the most part, that series is closer in tone to what WandaVision was, which is, is that this, the one that introduced the dog? That's the one yes. that introduced. Okay. And, and the, the vision at this point, there, there's no Wanda in it really, but the vision is a liaison for the Avengers with the government. So he sets up this bizarre family in the suburbs and things go horribly wrong. And it has that <laughs> undertone. And, and that's kind of closer. What WandaVision is um, in the comics. It's very strange. Uh, people are talking about house of M because that's a that's something where Wanda I don't want to spoil anything if anybody hasn't read it but Wanda displays some of her how just how powerful she can be in altering reality hex um, hex like abilities yeah. hex like abilities yeah, yes. they talked um, about rumors that the, she wanted to do that but I mean in House of M she gets rid of mutants they were saying that she was going to use it to bring mutants right. in, which I would have hated if that's what they did so <laughs> I think they they were mostly tying it in by just saying like look she can alter reality into what she wants it to be so we're kind of giving you kind of a glimpse of what she can do right. um even though like you tell- said it's it's very different you know overall. And I was telling I was telling Paul with regards to I think Marvel is going to be so ca- like Paul was really excited he wanted the Fantastic 4 wanted to read Richards one or whatever. I was telling Paul, they're going to be so careful with bringing the Fantastic Four in for the third time. 
Yeah. And with bringing in the X Men, mm-hmm. you know, I'm two not or listening three to any fan theories anymore, unless it's directly from <laughs> well, Kevin Feige's yes, mouth. No. I'm not anything. <laughs> good, yeah, but the thing, but what, one of the things that made one of the things that made it so cool though was on a, on a Wednesday or Thursday or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, leading up to the the week's episode. It was mm-hmm. kind of was like old timey television, being excited oh, yeah. about being mm-hmm. excited about a tell like. You remember, you and I grew up around the same age. Paul's younger than us. You and I grew up the same age. You had to watch shows at exactly whatever time they were on, yep. and, and you had it. to show up, and you had to show up. <laughs> and yep. WandaVision had an appointment television viewing to. I think mm-hmm. Winter Soldier are going to do it too. Breaking Bad there... was the last show I did that with. Okay, that makes well, that I makes watched sense. Watched episode by episode, but the last but season, anyway. Marvel seems to be doing it right. Falcon Winter Soldier is premiering on Friday. Everybody, mm-hmm. it's, everybody's a buzz. Yep. It's only six episodes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, is there stuff? Is there stuff that you can think that we're gonna we're gonna see in Falcon Winter Soldier that we haven't seen, and that you that you have any idea where you think it's gonna head with just the previews? I don't know. And judging from Wandavision too, like I'm even thinking these characters in the comics have you know they they had their own little mini series last year, um, but overall their paths only crossed here and there. So I think this is gonna really be its own thing. Um, I don't think you can really point to anything except maybe that mini series a little bit. Um, was it was the mini series? Was it based that? on was it based on the MCU? Was the well, mini series? No, there, like was, the there was actually characters? a series. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Was the character design like the MCU? Like it was like kind of like an offshoot MCU thing, or was it just two well, people doing Falcon Winter Soldier? I, I feel like I'm trying to remember the time frame, so forgive me if I'm wrong, but. I think maybe they had only announced that Falcon and Winter Soldier was going to be a thing in the future. Um, and then this miniseries came out. So they were probably thinking ahead. COVID did throw a little wrench in the works a little bit last year as far as timing and release. You know, they like to maybe come out with a miniseries and have a trade paperback available in a collected edition by the time a show comes out. Um, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, but I think it's going to be its own thing. I mean, that'll be probably the, but it definitely has already have people interested in like just various Winter Soldier things, especially. Because uh, uh, well, Sam Wilson's run on Captain America, Captain America, isn't it? Right? It's documented. We don't know that he's definitely going to become Captain America. It looks like he's going to have the shield. Looks like there's going to be some play there. Um, but I, I expect definitely some interest similar to what we had with WandaVision. Definitely. So we're starting well, to gear up already. <laughs> which one? Because the Winter Soldier does become Captain America, but Falcon does he ever in the comics yes. actually become? Yeah. Does? Cap no. got replaced twice. Yeah, over the past like you know 15 years or so. Um, after Civil War, when the original Civil War, uh, something happened to Cap and he was presumed dead. Uh, Bucky uh, slash, you know, Winter Soldier did take up the mantle for a while. Uh, then Steve got better and he came back. And then I'm trying to remember what happened and why Sam became Cap. I actually, my memory's a little fuzzy on that. I'm sorry, but oh, no, Sam, that's okay. Sam, Sam officially became Captain America for a time a few years back. Well, and I think the show, the interesting thing about the show is I was, uh, you know, somebody asked me, why would I want to watch the show? If I'm going to watch mm-hmm. the Falcon and Winter Soldier, why am I watching? I'm like, did you like that scene in Civil War where they're in the car pestering one another? Yeah. And it was kind of like Lethal Weapon. Yeah. I expect and they, that they, too. And they both, yeah. have, they both have superpowers and they're going to they're gonna mm-hmm. get on each other's nerves. And yeah, have well, a they're blast. leaning into that hard in the previews. They, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And, it's and a great and formula. The, well, and the thing is, we haven't had a buddy cop Mm-hmm. No, Marvel. Marvel <laughs> does Mar- like Marvel has done done genres like when mm-hmm. you know uh, Captain America Winter Soldier is like the seventies 
uh, you know, political thriller, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, Thor, Thor, the original Thor is actually a romantic comedy. If you really want to look at it, mm-hmm. it's just about him being a fish out of water. I mean, the moment he smashes yep. the mug on the, the diner floor and, and, yeah. you know, uh, M- Natalie Portman goes a little gaga over him. It's, mm-hmm. it's a romantic comedy, really. It just has a giant robot at the end. Um, you know, so, but I think the interesting thing about it is, um, and what they're doing is they're fleshing out these characters that are not going to get full arcs in mm-hmm. the movies yeah. and they're, and they're, they're working all of their magic in. Like, mm-hmm. you know, after this show, we got Loki coming up. So it's going to be like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and well, Loki. also Black Widow officially announced going to be. Yes. Theater. Black Widow is going to be in theaters, theaters. which is, mm-hmm. which is amazing. So it's um, great. Cause now Falcon, I just looked at the calendar while you guys were talking. So <laughs> Falcon, and the winter soldier goes, we have one week off where they do the behind the scenes. <laughs> then you get Black Widow. And then I think loki starts like the next week or something yeah so it's this is going to be the greatest year of marvel (laughs) probably ever well and and we're talking about this um we we don't have it up but what what i'm going to ask you about um the these characters that are uh so we're talking earlier about nomadland which is um directed by um uh, a director named zhao who's actually yeah i know you hate nomadland stop it's a good movie just stop um it's it's a slice of life um, but anyway, she is direct, going to be a best director. She's working on the Eternals. Are the Eternals getting hot yet? Is there anything out there where you go, where you can explain the Eternals, what the mm-hmm. Eternals might be? And if, are there, are there any stories out there, or any comic books that people should look at to try to get caught up on that before mm-hmm. everything hits? Um, yes and no. There's definitely not much excitement yet. I think it's a little bit early. Um, the Eternals have never generated a buzz ever in their storied career since 1977 or 8 or 6 or whenever they debuted. So for collectors, a lot of them are searching out that, those first issues. Um, there is a nice series out right now uh, by uh, Kieran Gillen and Asad Ribic. It's only up to issue 3. Um, so that's a good you know, jumping on point if people want to get some idea what they're about. Uh, I have to recommend the uh, Neil Gaiman, you know, the you know legendary, you know, very successful Sandman. Neil Gaiman. Yep, uh, Sandman and, and, and many, many novels. Um, uh, he wrote a, a, an Eternal series years ago with art by John Romita Jr., and it was really good. It was probably the most, like, straight-up sort of superhero type of thing you'll get from Neil, but still a little bit, you know, left of center as he does something on its own. So those are the things we're steering people towards because um, nothing against, you know, the original Jack Kirby series or anything like that. But man, that's a tough read. You know, you, to go back to the seventies and read a Jack Kirby Eternals is, is pretty rough. And even there was a series in the eighties, not too bad. That's definitely much more acceptable. I believe Walt Simonson wrote that. Uh, but for people that are used to the more modern star- uh, storytelling and sensibilities, uh, we're steering them towards those other two I mentioned. That's great. That's perfect. That's exactly what when people are listening to the show, we we want to get them steered in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul does want to talk a little bit. Uh, Paul is a huge. Keanu Reeves fan. Yeah, he has, all right. Yeah, he, he has a comic book coming out called Berserker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everybody's this is a kind remake, of, right? Dave? Everybody's buzzing about it. What's is that? It a remake or I, I was it's looking. Not a remake. This is uh, this is new. kind of its own thing. Um, it's funny because I thought that there was a movie coming out already in the works, but apparently they're fishing it around. Um, <laughs> I, I I found that very interesting. I assume somebody will pick it up because Keanu Reeves has some success in film. Um, <laughs> a little bit, but a little, uh, yeah, little bit. He's been around a while. What's that? He's been around a while. It's a little, a little bit, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, couple, yeah. couple, couple, uh, couple of films. Couple, that young couple man two, three. Yeah. 
We we but, did um, we did Keanu Reeves last year. We did he like like he, you know he's been around for almost thirty years. You don't even know. Yeah. You don't even think about that concept, and he's reinvented himself at least two times. I know where where you like where you go. Okay, what happened? But this, what is this comic about? What's going on with it? Has it dropped yet, or where? Yeah, what? yeah, number one's out. We we still have copies. We're expecting new foil editions or something. Uh, um, I haven't read the entire thing, but basically, it's about this like eternal warrior type, and I guess he's unkillable. And you know, the government finds out about this, and that's a good weapon to have. Is this like eternal warrior that can't be killed? And uh, this wow. one's definitely more over the top type action, but still that whole that brooding sensibility you would expect from like a Keanu character, you know. Picture John Wick if he was ancient and an unkillable machine, which he really kind of is. Anyway. Sounds like Wolverine. Uh, it's it sounds that? like Wolverine. It sounds like Wolverine. It sounds like a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's, I think he's a little more powerful. Just in flipping through it, I think he can do like more things and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it looks good. It's been selling very well. People they they promoted the heck out of it. And um, yeah, it looks good. It's selling really well. So I'm, I'm, I'm so, actually, that's in my pile. I haven't uh, read it yet, but I'm looking forward to that. That's up, so right, that, right up my alley. That's interesting. Um, so you think it sounds like Wolverine? I think it sounds, uh, Paul. It sounds exactly like the old guard, is what it sounds like. Yeah, that too. Yeah, and if you haven't seen that, Dave, I mm -hmm. and anybody else who's listening, I am a big it's fan good. of it. Mm -hmm. It's really, yeah, it's really good. It's a lot of fun. I read the comic uh, for a while, and I like the comic, so. Mm -hmm. Charlie Theron's very, very good in it. Like it's a, it's okay. a, it, like it's fun. It's, it's got a whole, it's got everything you want in an action movie. Uh, oh, it's on Netflix. Based off a comic. Okay. Yeah, the old no. guards based off a comic. Yep. Oh, nice. Created by something... uh, Greg Rucka and like Leandro Fernandez or French. I probably is it still a current comic? Or... Is, yeah, yeah it's it's still it, current? it was a, it was sort of a regular series years ago. And then Greg Rucka's um, schedule, like he decided to do them as like specials and quarterlies and stuff like that. So oh, that's cool. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so do you have? Uh, okay, so we talked about the stuff we want to talk about. Let's talk about mm -hmm. other things. What do you got? What's hot? What's going on? I know there's a Spider-Man costume coming. Everybody's... Yeah, yeah it's, it's already happened. Um, it's gonna, I guess, even though it debuted last week, it's gonna debut in full force. Um, Spidey's been getting himself in a lot of trouble. Sometimes you need a little help, so you, you know you get a little costume change that does a few more things and, and things like that. Um, Marvel's King in Black is still going on. That's going to be wrapping up soon. Uh, that's the all-powerful Null, the god of the symbiotes that gave us Venom. He's attacked Earth and he's just tearing everything up. And we're we're just hanging on by a thread, guys. I got news for you. It's <laughs> it's tough. I'm you know is hopefully. It, uh... <laughs> Like, how, yeah, what will how will it end is the yeah the question yep. there. Mm -hmm. Um, let's let's quickly shift. We we talked about Marvel. We love Marvel. Mm -hmm. DC's got a big thing happening tonight. Yep. It happens at about three a.m. Mm -hmm. Everybody's gonna like plop down for four hours mm -hmm. with uh, preordained Zack Snyder potty breaks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, big bowl of popcorn. Big bowl of popcorn. <laughs> four hours. Um, yeah, just. Um, are people, are people talking? Are people okay? Are people excited? They are. Um, I think they're a little more interested than I thought originally. I think as we're getting close to it now, we've seen more trailers and stuff. Initially people were like, eh, I'm interested if it comes out. <laughs> oh wow. They actually spent a lot of money on this. What are they thinking? 70 oh. million, 70 million, Dave. <laughs> some a, movie. Yeah. Some movie didn't movie. get made. Yeah. Some I, movie I, didn't I, get made. You know, I wonder if it would happen in, if it wasn't a COVID year or something. They just have they have to blow some budget, or else they you know they have to account for that money somehow. I, but, um, I I don't think it happens if we're not if we don't have HBO Max. 
I don't. I, I don't think, think you're right too. I don't think it happens if there's if Warner Brothers doesn't have something where they we need. Does he have junkies? He have he, Oh, Zack Snyder has junkies. Okay, great. That's mm-hmm. phenomenal. We have a subscription available. Yeah. They can watch mm-hmm. it as much as they want. Yep. Um, well, but yeah, I get the vibe he's milking it to try and get more work. Because from all well, the reviews, but I'm he reading, has he released ideas for a two and three. He set mm-hmm. it up yeah. so it looks like there's a sequel. Like, <laughs> he's working it. He's working. Yeah, it. I, I, I don't, I don't understand. Well, but he has stuff he's working on. So it's like mm-hmm. he's working on the the insane. We're gonna rob Vegas in the middle of a zombie it's apocalypse. Done. Isn't that done? I, yeah, but I don't care. It's it's still dumb. <laughs> um, but but like. Is any, has anybody can I ask a question? Has anybody yeah. come into this talk to anybody in the store mm-hmm. where they've ordered the mother box meal? Have you heard about this? Yeah, I have. Um, not did anybody has anybody ordered it because it's like three hundred bucks? Yeah, and it's like it's seven different cuisines that go with each of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if anybody, yeah. if what? anybody, you didn't mm-hmm. hear about this? No. Okay, so really quick, Paul for Paul because Paul is our. I don't, I don't know, but it's uh, ridiculous. You have to make it yourself, like it's a box cra- come to your house, like yes, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. freshly, it's like freshly or something like that. Yeah, like but basically for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's first off, Paul, it's designer, it's a designer box. It comes in like a giant mother box, you know, like the MacGuffins in the movie. It comes in a giant mother box, and it has like different meals, like it have it has different cuisine for each of the Justice League, like Batman cookies and all kinds of weird stuff, where you just go. What? Also, it has like my favorite part of the box is a fish meal for Aquaman, and all I'm thinking to myself is, "Fish are friends, not food." That's right. Fish are, Gross. Fish are friends. He uses also, I'm not fish. Fish delivered in the mail. That's gotta be That's, disgusting. Well, that <laughs> happens. That happens. You know, mm-hmm. steaks get delivered in the mail. Things get delivered in the mail. I just don't understand the concept of spending three hundred bucks for a movie that you're gonna watch for free. <laughs> on your, like I look at that and I just go, you have to be a major fan. And I was just wondering if maybe you heard anybody bought into it because I, no, I, was, no. I but, read about it, Dave. I read about it. I was so fascinated. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't buying love. This. Like, who is buying this? Yes. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if like if I guess if they came out with like Raiders of the Lost Ark meal or something, I would mm-hmm. look into it. But mm-hmm. I don't know that I would pay for it. I would just Google three hundred dollars myself. Three hundred bucks for like a big meal thing. TV dinners are expensive. TV dinners, that's funny. Uh, yeah, Swanson, Swanson's mother box. Um, but so people are excited. You now, this is different. Yep. Last time you're on the show, mm-hmm. you're like, I'm not sure. I don't like. I don't yeah. think anybody's anybody's mm-hmm. jazz. But as we've gotten closer, people have gotten yep. more jazz. Definitely, um, I'm surprised how many people said like they're they're marking their day. They know how they're going to plan it out. They're doing stuff. They can't wait to see it. Are they and following? I'm like, oh, okay, the the attitude is, is definitely shifted, or at least people are now definitely now that there's a date, you know, set and in time and everything. They're they're planning it, um, and in an odd, you know, you know, Time Warner hasn't always had that same you know type of branding and synchronicity that Disney and Marvel like seems to do so well. But in in a in a, in a nice uh, change of pace, they actually released their new Justice League comic book today. It's not a number one. They're just picking up the numbering where they left off over the over the winter. Uh, but Brian Michael Bendis, you know, one of the biggest writers of the past yeah. two decades, he's taking over the Justice League. He's injected some new members in there. So you're going to have everybody from Superman and Black Adam and some new characters in there. 
and uh, they had some special covers featuring. So they had the regular cover, like the regular comic, and then they had three different covers for the uh, Snyder Justice League, and they're done in the Snyder sort of look. So they actually actually have something out the same week as a product that people that- could actually latch onto. So if they're jonesing for some Justice League. Hey, here's a good jumping on point right here. Even though it's not that's the never movie. that never happens. You and I talk a lot. That I know. Never yep. that never happens where they can where mm-hmm. they where they strike where the iron's hot. Yep. DC is usually like six months behind. Every, yeah. like or everything. That movie will come out, and then what'll be going on in the book is the middle of like a twelve part story that nobody can jump into. That's just so dense. <laughs> and I was like, this this is good. I like what I'm seeing here. There's definitely it, it, interest. So, but that well maybe well I don't I don't. You think I, they're maybe they're finally getting their shit together? <laughs> it's weird. They're doing some weird things, but it, there's things like this that show me that maybe they are actually trying to take a page out of other, you know, every every other company's book when it comes to you know supporting your brand through other medium and other other venues. So, <laughs> well, I think I think the the interesting thing about DC is, well, for me and and, and Paul and I have talked about, they have the better characters. They've always had the better characters. If you had told me like 20 years ago that Iron Man was going to be bigger than mm-hmm. Batman or yeah. or Superman, mm-hmm. I would have laughed you silly. I would have been like, come on. Come on now. And now we're here right we on. are. You know, there are I love you three thousand shirts. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. we're 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 we've jumped we've jumped that particular mm-hmm. thing. And um and we've always talked about the idea. I've always had fights with friends and talking if DC had copied Marvel and I was I've always explained mm-hmm. to them if they made good movies, nobody would have gave a shit. Right. They could have yeah. they, they could have just made good movies and nobody would have cared mm-hmm. that they copied Marvel or that Mar- yeah. they stole Marvel's plan. Mm-hmm. They would have looked at them and went, "Oh well, as long as the movies are great, I don't really care one way yeah. or another." And then they could sell all that all that licensed product and everything that makes them so much money off the back end, which is re- really you know one of the big well, concerns. I, but I read I read a I read a, a statistic somewhere that the four most recognizable symbols in the world are. The Christian cross, right? McDonald's logo, mm-hmm. Batman, and Superman. And I, you yeah. know what? Years ago, I heard something along those lines. It was definitely the crucifix, and they said uh, Mickey Mouse was in there at one point. You're too. right, Mickey, Mickey Mouse, you know? the, the the ears, right? But the ears. still, yeah. <laughs> the but Superman, but Superman and Batman symbol and stuff like that, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like the most recognized, like when you go to like you can go to the Congo or wherever you yeah. want to go, <laughs> middle of nowhere. You have right. you flash a Superman symbol. Everybody knows what it is. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, so it's like, I don't understand, but we're going to yep. get the Justice League. It's four hours. Um, you know, we've had visions of Dark Side. Are there Dark Side comics? Like, is there one Dark Side comic you'd recommend or a series no, of Dark but Side? You know what? He, he's had enough good appearances. There's been a, a few good. Uh, I mean, there are, there's definitely been some over, over years, but if somebody came in, I would probably point them towards. Uh, when Jeff Johns and Jim Jim Lee relaunched the Justice League back with the new 52 years ago, there's actually a good uh, Justice League coming together story against Darkseid there. It's probably the closest thing to this movie uh, you're going to get. And that's, it was good. That's, and it was and enjoyable, that, too. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's all you're looking for. Um, mm-hmm. You got anything? You usually bring product. You got anything to show that we can talk about? You got it? What uh, do you got? Nothing? No, actually, you know what? No, I didn't. You know, I came home from work a little bit late. I grabbed a quick <laughs> supper and... Um, say Patty's yeah, game, I'm, I'm hopefully I, I am Disney. not like Disney. I'm not prepared to promote my brand at the moment. Here, <laughs> well, yeah, but but no. part of you not promoting your brand is that your brand is stellar throughout the country. Yeah. I, I you know, you, you no, no, seriously, I, I say this with all with all due respect and love. Your brand, everybody know. If I talk to anybody who go, that went to the University of Scranton or did anything in the University of Scranton, I actually talked to somebody that's a friend of the show that's been on the show. 
Mm. His, I don't know if you have it, but he has a new Morbius book out. Um, oh. He actually, he, yeah, the new Morbius. Uh, yeah, there was Blood a one Legend. shot that came out about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Oh no, 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 no! This is a book. This is a book. It's a full fledged book. Oh, he ain't got uh, pictures in it. It ain't got pictures in it. I'm <laughs> sorry, uh, um, but he, pictures. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm interested in both. Um, but but like I said, he uh, he just finished Morbius. He sent okay, me a message. Cool. He mm-hmm. sent me a message because he had time for Spider Man. So he sent me just a message where he's like. He's like, I remember going to Comics on the Green and and buying Spider Man, cool. and mm-hmm. now I'm writing dialogue for him. That's crazy, that's, man. That's, that's insane. That's good um, for him. And he also he also does the very lucra- he's doing the very lucrative group books, the Night Night Group. He did Night Night Group, the oh, okay. right. uh, first day of school group, whatever those like. He has so oh, many I've different books. Oh, children books. <laughs> yeah, well, those two, those three are children's books. Um, but he just did the Morbius book and he's, he's working on a green arrow thing too, a, a novel oh. about a young green arrow. So he's yeah, working with both him. companies. Yeah. But he, he talked about comics on the green. Mm-hmm. Um, and your, your brand is, is there and you deliver all over the world. So tell everybody where, where can they find you online? Where can they order comics? Mm-hmm. I know I got well, stuff waiting, waiting mm-hmm. in the wings. I can't wait. I'm, yeah. We're, yeah. We'll we're, have some stuff for you soon. And actually I do have a little bit of news about like, you, of course you could reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, actually, we're right now in the process process of getting a whole new website made up. Um, our website is a nice, old, dated website <laughs> that a good friend of mine put together a long time ago. We've never had a chance to really update it and modernize it. There's relevant information on there and modern information. But pretty soon, uh, somebody's working on it for us right now, a professional web design company. So we'll hopefully have that up soon. Oh, um, that's still reach us there. Um, and uh, and, you'll, yeah, and you'll ship any. You'll ship anywhere in the country. We'll ship all over the all, world. You shipped all the way down here to Florida. You sent me stuff. I, I just, yeah, I'm well, waiting. Yeah. The last Ronin, last Ronin, I was telling Paul about it. Last Ronin is huge hit. Huge astounding. hit. Astounding. It's so mm-hmm. good. The turn- that, so, book keeps, it's, that book is outselling so everything now. Dave, it's, it's, it's so outselling Batman. It's outselling Spider-Man. It's, it's a $9 book. It only comes out every two or three months, but that's my best seller right now. It's Crazy. so it's so dark, and I'm talking about it right now. I'm getting goosebumps. It is so good, yep. and the artwork in it is so amazing, and the, the mm-hmm. storyline is so so it's so, it's so 2020 though. <laughs> like yeah. it's, well, it's so 2020, but it's but it's it, but it's you know um, there's two. I think I think we're two in, right? We're two in. We're two in. Yep. Two in. Um, but it's really good. It's you know I was talking to Paul about it, and we we're talking. Um, and I just, I just finished the, uh, the other, the, the three, the three jokers. Yep. It wasn't bad. I thought it was pretty no, good. You know, like I, I liked three, two kind of dry, but three, the whole explanation on why there's so many and who created who and doesn't matter. And there were some interesting things in there. Like the Joker going like, I know who all your sidekicks are. I know your brute. Like he just like, of course it's all about I, the game. It's all about, you know, being a part right, of this crazy you know scenarios that he that he cooks that and he also cooks. and also just that moment where bruce is like yeah i know who he was i've, I've known who he was yeah he, from day I, one i like how he tells <laughs> alfred alfred i'm batman i knew who he was like three weeks after we first met him you know what i mean <laughs> like I, that was cool and it's like you know i still couldn't kill him i still couldn't i still couldn't do what i needed to do so yeah it, but mm-hmm. but it's a good it was a good series i, I enjoyed it um yep last run last run blew me away i was reading it just going mm-hmm. just insane yeah. insanity and then when you know Everything that I don't, it's dealing I don't with even want to just, say that's a surprise hit, but it is a bit. I knew it would do well, 
But I think none of us expected it to do this well. And what's nice is it brings some people back to the shop that were maybe Turtles fans back in the day, or maybe they're just hearing about it. So those are the kind of books we love as retailers. They bring new people in. They bring lapsed readers and fans in. And then they buy other stuff while they're there sometimes too. You well, know? And, the, and the other thing about the Turtles is the Turtles, like, you know, if you watch, um, if you watch some of the documentaries about how the turtles were made and how they got, how like the fighting between the, the owners and like, so there's a mm -hmm. nice backstory there too. That's yeah. really super interesting about people mm -hmm. coming back together and going, Hey, can we make good product again? Mm -hmm. Um, which is always great in comic books when you get like the, everybody coming back to a, two artists and, you know, an artist and a writer coming back mm -hmm. and going and working together and just the first book blew me away. I was like, I was reading it going, mm -hmm. this is way yeah. better than I was expecting. And also mm -hmm. just in, you know, when the times we're in, it's so dark, but so like, so poignant. And so just, you know, you know, mm -hmm. the, that first shot of, you know, I don't want to see what the turtle is. I don't want to spoil yeah. it for anybody, but mm -hmm. the first shot with all the different, all the different weaponry, you know, mm -hmm. the, the silhouette with just him with all the different pieces, with all the weapons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like, it's a Turtles book we've kind of been waiting for. Not Nothing against all the great stuff they've done, but this is the original creators coming back for like a final word on their creations. And and it's just wonderful. It's just well yeah. done. And it's, and it's like you, you kind of hope, you know, you just see, and, and as long as the Turtles get some love. Turtles, you know, it was one of those comic books when I was a kid that I just, I adored and like the movies came out and some of the movies were okay, but not all of them. And mm -hmm. so it's like, you know, it is one of the, you know, and then they did like the animated movies and then some of them were okay and some of them were not. Mm -hmm. But go ahead. What do you got? Just one was okay. Just one? Just one. All the other ones are mediocre. I don't know. The Secret of the Ooze is kind of fun. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, but um, also, they changed the vibe. The first one was dark and gritty. Well, the first, yeah. They, they, cha they changed the, the vibe because they were selling fun, toys, like Paul. Disney. Yeah. They changed the vibe because they were selling toys, Paul. Yeah, you can't well, have dark. You that. can't have dark and villain ice, and and you know you can't have yeah vanilla <laughs> yeah, ice. Yeah. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Yes. Yep. Um, but okay, so Dave, they can find there. You'll send all over the country. You'll take good care of people. Um, and you're Do located that. right in Scranton, the heart of mm -hmm. the heart of uh, the the courthouse district, right yep. there. Yep. The live right beating heart of Scranton. District? Is that what it's called? No. What's that? Just, I was. I thought he said the porterhouse district. No, I, I said like, the courthouse district. <laughs> well, it could have been. It could have been the porterhouse district. You I, were by a steakhouse for a while. Yeah, um, yeah. There actually, there's. I think a new steak and seafood place going in there pretty soon again. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, when, yeah. When we get out of this mess. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thanks for being, having me. Oh no, th this is one of my. This is Paul and I look forward to you coming on to talk about stuff. So we're gonna schedule a pencil in. Hopefully it won't be super busy. We'll see you in a month or two. Mm -hmm. Get you back on. We'll talk. We'll talk. Have you on. Talk about the show. Talk about everything. Yeah, um, we'll have some new other exciting stuff to talk about, I'm sure. I'm sure we will. Yeah, well, I'm all, sure. I think it always is. There's always. We're exciting guys. That's exactly <laughs> right, Dave. Dave's starting to get the – Dave is starting to get my vibe. Yes, this is exciting. Yes, right. But also, I, I know, um, I, you know, when I you know when I got to visit Trent, I got to see you again. It was good mm -hmm. seeing you. I love – you know, yeah. and I love – no, great to see you too. Yeah, and you know, I'm glad everybody's doing well up there. Mm -hmm. Thank you for coming on. Have a great night. You too. You guys be safe out there too. We'll try. I'm trying. <laughs> All right. Great. Thanks JW's again, guys. Broke. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. See you, Dave. JW, are you frozen? Uh oh, JW's frozen. Oh no. I have to be here by myself. Oh, so much pressure.
JW's 100% frozen. Oh, I'm on the right side again. Woo, look at me. All right, well, I don't know where JW is. I don't know if he's froze. realizes he's frozen, so we are going to talk about uh, your guilty pleasure movies, so we'll get into that when he gets back. I will start getting set up for that. So, uh, also, I'm going to shit on some of you guys. Uh, you put a lot of good movies as... <laughs> a guilty pleasure it made no sense to me like even in the we're doing a top six because we've talked about uh howard the duck a, a gajillion times which is one of my guilty pleasures so i'll agree with that one but dude some of these other ones like why do you feel guilty about watching these like there was a lot of good <laughs> movies i was like who is guilting you for watching these these are good but uh it was a pretty solid list we had 48 movies suggested which is pretty good um that's all yeah <laughs> uh yeah i somebody to talk to would be nice um but yeah 48 movies suggested that was pretty good that's a lot of i mean but so we're doing a top six i don't want to give away the list because i'm waiting for jw to figure out how to use his computer but uh we'll see what happens but i am excited to talk about it i'll read some of the ones that aren't in the top six well you guys can see the list now so <laughs> it's not like a secret which movies we're going to talk about do you guys like that like where you could see what we're going to talk about does it kind of take away the uh i don't know the allure of not knowing what the top list is or are you guys fine with like <laughs> you're like i know it's gonna be so it's not a big deal hey i'm but, back uh, hey he's back he's i'm sorry frozen i'm so sorry um okay so what's going on what are we working on <laughs> jasper said bring missy back i was about to i was floundering by myself this is why paul i don't know, how, I don't know how people do it just in here talking to themselves it's wild it's wild it's terrible it's terrifying it's t yes um okay what were we working on? I'm sorry. I'm I, I I'm sorry. We had I was uh, slowly introing the guilty pleasure lists and talking to oh. about how a lot of these movies are not really a guilty pleasure. Well, <laughs> I, it, <laughs> that's you know what uh, this is an interesting thing that we have to talk about tonight. Um, so some of them are are guilty pleasures, and then others are good movies that shouldn't be on this list. Or well, maybe that's what I was saying. I guess maybe you could, maybe you could make the case for guilty pleasures like. I get maybe it's a bad movie that everybody likes. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of the thought process on how. Like well, just like went yes, it. just like everything else, when we put something out to a list, it it incre it creates chaos. Um, <laughs> it does, but hang on, so. A lot. Oh, you're frozen again? Come on! <laughs> what is happening? Oh. I'm bringing you back, Missy. I'm not going to be in here by myself. It's not happening. Oh, he's back! Well, how are you? <laughs> You've been replaced. Hi. Well, that's yeah, fine. I'm that's... not being in here by myself. I'm not doing it. I'm that's fine. Doing okay, it. that's fine. I'm back. Um, I think the interesting thing about the list is there are some good movies and there are some bad movies. But there are movies that are very enjoyable on the list um, that don't necessarily, they're not necessarily good. Um, and I think, you know, I put, I put out. 
I don't know what is happening. <laughs> but this Crawl. is Oh, there he goes. Ooh, he's back. <laughs> Am I going in and out, really? Yeah. You like froze yeah. for a second, then you kind of, I don't right. know what's happening. Okay, let's let's finish and then get to where we get to where we need to go because we got to make our badass picks. So I don't know what's going on. So okay, <laughs> um, the list. I'm happy with the list though. We had a, a definitive top five. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the second I mean, movie yeah, is well, not right, but everything there was else no ties, which is always great. But I don't know if, how this works for three people. Oh, look at that! Uh, but this is number six. Big Trouble in Little China. I fucking love this movie. How is this a guilty pleasure? Yeah, this is I, a don't, great movie. I don't. I don't. It, it, yeah, it's a good movie from the '80s. So I don't know. I don't know where we yeah. got the idea that it's a guilty pleasure because it's see. Like, maybe everybody misunderstood what they thought what guilty pleasure was. Like guilty pleasure to me is like you're watching it alone, and somebody comes in and you change the channel. Like that's yeah, a Spice World. Like I'll sit alone and watch Spice one. World. That's and if somebody that, comes in. I'm changing that shit. <laughs> I, 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 Howard the Duck. I'm actually going to sell back. So anyway, um, Big Trouble in Little China is not. Big Trouble in Little China is not. I don't know. It's I. Maybe it's a guilty pleasure movie, but I always viewed it that there was a quality to creepy it. Creepy thing Kyle's doing right now, but I, I'll. T- I still have the power looks, to take you he, out. He, he looks like staring into the computer. He looks, he looks like he looks, they're frozen, or is he looks being no, not frozen. He, just, oh. <laughs> he, just, he looks a long uh, stare looks, at the computer. He looks, he looks borderline constipated. It looks like Missy's showing him how to do something on the internet. <laughs> yeah, look, this is what this is what the this is what the paperclip does on Microsoft. <laughs> when it talks to you, it means you're doing something wrong. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Are you here? Because would you like an invitation to come on and do movie motivation at some point? Mm. I mean, no. <laughs> this is like a man thing where he wants to be on, but he wants to be asked, and now he's being asked, and now he doesn't want to be. No. Okay. All right. Okay, we're not going to ask you then. Okay. <laughs> We're good, and that's and that's over. So I'm taking them out, but Missy, stand by because if JW freezes again, I'm bringing you back. <laughs> um, okay, so six is Big Trouble in Little China. I think it's a great movie. I don't know that it's necessarily considered a guilty pleasure movie, but I because I, I think of the quality involved, I don't think it's anything. No, it's um, like, number five. Uh, number five. Oh, huh? Five? five? Yes. Huh? What? Huh? Five, five. is a great movie. Five is a, a wonderful movie. It's ridiculous. I love this movie. Mannequin's, Mannequin's a great, a great movie. movie. Mannequin 2 on the move, not a great movie. Mannequin, the original, really good. Well, I think the theme of this list that I think is the sequel to a lot of these movies is really bad. So, like, Mannequin 2 is really bad. Some movies later in the list, the sequel is really bad. But the original is fun. Like The original is really good. Movie. And actually, it, it's the most likable Kim Cattrall has been on screen Ever. I was actually thinking this would be a great movie to be rebooted. Okay, this wouldn't be a be bad fun, reboot. Like, yes. Mannequins aren't like as cool as they used to be, so it could be like, you know, they're sad that nobody gives a shit that they exist. Yeah, now they have nipples for like weird reason, like they're creepier. Like that would be a fun comedy movie. I don't know. I and you know, mannequin. I I think mannequin is highly underrated. I think it is. It's got a cool concept. You know, it's it's just ridiculous enough to to not. And it's a good romantic comedy. Um, so I don't I I know why it's on the list. I think it is one of those movies where people look at it and go, "That's ridiculous." And instead of embracing the ridiculousness, they get embarrassed about liking a movie about a guy who falls in love with a, man, a store mannequin that comes to life at night. I guess maybe it's a guilty because, like, kind of if you're a dude, all romantic comedies are kind of like a a guilty pleasure. Like if you're sitting at home watching a romantic comedy by yourself, except Ten Things like I Hate movie. About You. 
Um, Ace Ventura Pet Detective. I could see this as a guilty pleasure because really, this I could awesome see, too. It's it's. I'm not saying it's not awesome. But it is I a saying, terrible movie, but it's still great. Well, yes. There's. I think when we when we did the rewatch, what I would say is, I think the reason it can be viewed as a guilty pleasure is because it's when you watch it, you get dumber. <laughs> and also well, when you I when am you also wa- terrified. That speaking of Jim Carrey, he is rumored to be the bad guy in Deadpool three. He's going to play Madcap. Yeah, which I, could be great or awful. Well, and and the thing is, it depends on which Jim Carrey we get. Do we get the Jim Carrey? That, um, it is so bad, it's good. But also, I think the reason I think people might view it as guilty pleasure, Ace Ventura was a time when we were growing up, right? You were you you were a little bit younger than I am. Um, not what do you mean? Not, not, yeah, what do you mean? You, we brought you back for a moment. Oh my god, you brought me back in for that. What did? What do you mean? Why it's is not it a guilty pleasure. Why is it? But, but not because of the movie. Yeah. So you know, every adult has that movie that they did something with somebody at a movie theater, right? Get her out of here. Oh. <laughs> oh. This was oh, my movie. You did oh, dirty my. stuff to Ace Ventura. Pet Detective. Yeah. How? Because they were so packed. No, it wasn't. It was an empty theater. It was just me and him in the back row. Ah, uh, uh, okay. We're gonna take you out now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so yeah, so we just had somebody admit that they they fooled around to Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. So that's why you it's, get it. HJ, uh, or BJ, I, or ZJ. If you don't know what a ZJ is. You you can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I think part of the reason is people feel a little bit guilty about watching it. Maybe I don't. I don't feel guilty. I just. I know that it's not it's not what I look at now as as funny. It's not as funny as I remember it. You know what I mean? Like I look at something now like what we yeah. do in the shadows as really well, it's funny. It's like when you watch it's creative. It fell in that vein of like Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, like Right. Also I respect on and, yeah. I respect the game. He he Jim yeah. Carrey is giving me 120. This movie's awesome. It should not be on this list, but it is a guilty pleasure. I understand that. I think it's a guilty pleasure for a lot of people. Maybe because, that should be a top five list. Top five movies you did dirty stuff to. That wouldn't be a bad list. Um, Background be, sex movies. Uh, <laughs> well, one of the one of the people from the Clicking and Screaming shows, Scarface. Like, <laughs> so, but Beastmaster, Beastmaster. Here's the thing: Beastmaster was a movie you watched on HBO when you were a kid. It had a lot of nudity. Had violence. It had cool, uh, cool little like uh, you know. Um, Creatures that did cool things, and it was just a badass movie. And I think it's a guilty pleasure because I think you look at it now and go, "It's kind of ridiculous." It's it's it's, but this movie, I could see this movie getting a reboot. It's already in the works. When I was looking at the picture, oh no, they got the rights back, the creator. So a reboot is in the works. Jerry Jerry so. brings up a very valid one. There is a movie called Easy Money. It is not the most widely known Rodney Dangerfield movie. He stars in that movie. With one Joe Pesci. It is amazing. It is an incredible movie. And it's uh, one of those movies where um, it's Rodney Dangerfield. It's very low crass. It's very crass. Um, but it's funny as hell. It's about a guy who has to lose a bunch of weight uh, to get an inheritance. It is amazing. Um, and he's just like this. He makes, at some point in the movie, he makes a whole line of clothing for fat people. It's great. And it's Rodney Dangerfield at full Rodney. And it's Joe Pesci just before he hit, before right. he became, you know, super relevant in, in uh, Scorsese movies. So 
if you can find easy money, it's great. Jennifer Jason Lee's in it as well. So it's it's got Ooh, the pedigree is Jennifer Jason Lee. Everybody loves Jennifer Jason Lee. Duck. It's duck time. Okay. Seconds of duck time. Like, no. <laughs> I, I'm there's gonna, there's two things. Great. You can be you can be guilty. It is guilty. Um it's not there's nothing pleasurable about that. I mean this would be if nobody knew about Howard the Duck and somebody walked in while you were watching and you had to explain Howard the Duck to somebody else, it would be a weird conversation. <laughs> so like wait, so the duck fucks people and you're like Yeah, kinda <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I just, that movie does not hold up on any level. And I know you guys love it. And we talk about it on the show all the time. And it's become like, it's become JW's bane of existence. This movie. This is number one. This is a guilty pleasure movie. And I'm going to tell you why it's a guilty pleasure movie. It gets on the list and does well because two or three of the songs are in it are really good. Reproduction's really good, and Cool Rider is really good, and guess what? But the movie's bad. The movie's terrible. It's awful. But I can understand why it's a guilty pleasure. It had a lot to live up to with regards to the original. Um, yes, Cool Rider, Jordan, exactly. <laughs> Missy's like, recount? It shows how many votes it has on the list. <laughs> also, also recounts are, recounts are tough. We, don't, we try to get away from recounts. There was no... <laughs> There was no cheating in this voting. It's all right out in the open. Um, but Grease 2 is, and I think, here's the thing. Michelle Pfeiffer's really good in it. Um, so there are there are pieces to it, it that are really tie. good. Howard the Duck and Grease 2 were tied. So Were they really they're tied? both won. If you look at it, they're both at 15 votes. Okay. Just so, so tie. Just as long as we know they're, they're both not good movies. But I understand why <laughs> Grease 2, I understand why Grease 2, because Michelle Pfeiffer is really good in it. And also... The songs are really good. Reproduction is really funny. It's a very funny song about sex ed classes. It's good. It's very funny. Um, but the whole movie kind of just doesn't hold on its own. Um, but so I, I'm very happy. I do want to talk about some of the other movies on the list that were kind of weird or movies that were are guilt, indeed guilty pleasures. I didn't understand Bram Stoker's Dracula, but I guess I, I don't think that's a guilty pleasure. It, it was Coppola. It was nominated for Oscars. Like, that seems very serious to me. Uh, I love Empire Records. I love that pick. I love Street Fighter. Empire Records is a great movie. Empire Records is a great movie. Um, I, I like South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. I don't think that's a guilty pleasure. I think that was nominated for Oscars as well. Multiplicity, um, put on by our own Dave Romeo tonight. Uh, Multiplicity is a fantastic Michael Keaton movie. Um, it is really, really good, and I, and it, I don't find anything guilty in that. Um, I think, uh, you know, somebody put the original Mortal Kombat, uh, Jerry Kimura added Easy Money, which is a fantastic movie. If you want to go out and see a great, great movie, there is a movie called Frankenstein Unbound on this list. Frankenstein Unbound is great. It is underrated. It is a movie from the nine from the, uh, the eighties, nineties. It is really good. Um, I don't know how, I, I don't know how anybody liked Congo and I don't know how, like anybody liked Superman three. Um, yeah, that was a weird one. But Superman Jasper Green? did put Jasper did put Phantom of the Paradise, which is a wonderful six seventies um, uh, musical slash psychedelic trip. Really good. Paul Williams, really great movie. Great costumes. Super cool music. Very dark. Very fun. 
Um, and it's, it's family opera set in a disco club. Really good. Um, and Porky is, is another one that's on the list. That's yeah, very hard to sell now, but God, Porky's it's was like probably a guilty pleasure because of the boobs. I would assume. Yes. Right? But also, but it, but it's, it's pretty funny. There's some funny shit in it. But like, it's just like, Ace Ventura. it's not great, but it's, but I would argue that Porky's might actually be funnier than, than Ace Ventura. I would also argue mm. that easy money. Definitely. It's, it's a bold claim. It's the greatest comedy of its kind. He's being very specific. He's well, being very. I mean, somebody Jerry, put Euro Jerry, Trip on the list, and isn't that kind of like, I don't know. That's not better Euro than Porky's. Euro Trip's fun, but it's not better than Porky's. Mm. Um, and then the other side, the other side of this is, I would say, Easy Money is one of the most underrated movies on this list because it came out before Dangerfield really super duper hit, and it just it's very funny from beginning to end. Uh, he has a mother in law that hates him. She dies. She leaves him all his money, but he has to lose weight and be better to his kids and wife. And he's just not a good person. And he's it's great, but he's it's Rodney and it's it's he's almost full force and, and like Caddyshack and and Easy Money and Back to School are Rodney at full throttle, just just charismatic and just eating scenes, you know. Um, but so this is a this was a good week. Uh, we are gonna we have a, we have a guest host next week. Tim Fry yes, is joining I us next week. Will not be here. So Paul will be has a very host? important gig. Paul, yeah, but Tim Fry is definitely coming. I talked to him today. So Tim Fry, uh, formerly of the Clicking and Screaming podcast, and now uh, part of a, uh, a cooking competition. So he's he's a very. Oh, shit, I forgot to vote for that for the last couple of days. Damn. Oh my god, how could you? Um, I did. By the way, do you do know he can see that you didn't vote for him? Like well, I, I mean, he was saying that online, and I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, thank you for voting. I'm like, holy yeah, shit. I barely remember it's really what day crazy. It is. I have to ask my parents what day it is like every day. So <laughs> Well, tomorrow mind, tomorrow is Justice League Day, so get that shit straight. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna have we're gonna do this. We're gonna be very specific about this, Paul. We are gonna ask you for the five greatest movie monsters of all time. But you have specific. to pick specific movie monsters because I argue with JW that this list will be boring. If you just did best movie monsters, because they're like Godzilla, but you have to pick which Godzilla. Yes. So it's got to be very specific. It's got to be movie specific. So if you pick Godzilla, you want to pick the Toho '60s version. Great. I'm okay with it. You want to pick the original King Kong from 1939? Awesome. You want to pick? Can't just put King Kong. Right. You have to pick. You have to be specific because Kong has many incarnations. Do you want Skull Island Kong? Do you want do you want Peter Jackson's Kong, which is an underrated Kong? Um, yes, it is a monster. It is a movie monster. Yes, it's something that can never be satiated and needs to be killed. Yes, Howard the Duck, a movie monster extraordinaire. Um, but so it's got to be specific. You tell me you like you like an alien. Pick the alien. Are we talking yeah, which alien? Which alien? Um, you know, which, which alien film is it from? So I, it's going to be specific five top movie monsters, and I'm not going to hold it to big monsters, small monsters, whatever, whatever movie monsters any you guys monster. come up with any movie monsters, but you gotta be specific. So with that being said, we now jump to, uh, victory. Well, you got to pick, remember we oh. play the tape at the end. So okay. podcast people don't get um, tortured by just sounds. I'm um 
do I want to play it. strategic? Do I want to let you? Do I want to let you pick? It's up to you, bro. I don't know. I don't know, Paul. This is. This is. We we did a lot of the big big ones. So now it's like who knows. Who knows what guns we're gonna need to get through this 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 giant tournament that's going on? It's like Mortal Kombat for God's sakes. Um, okay, I'm gonna let you pick, and I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to curve it based on what you pick. I have to try and remember who's off the list. <laughs> Like who we well, I'll, I'll tell you if I'll tell you if they're off the list. I have a weird feeling we somehow missed a big one because I thought they were all off the list. So I'm going to take Han Solo. Interesting. Because I think he's still oh. left. Okay. Huh? You're going to take Han Solo. Is it Han or Han? It's Han, Han Solo. He's super popular. That's gonna be problematic. Do I just throw up a pawn and let you let you tie it back up, or do I, mean, I... Can get rid of some of these names that nobody's probably gonna vote for? <laughs> right, but I don't want to give you. I don't want to give you any. I don't right. want to give you any any kind of breathing room. Um, okay, so you're gonna pick Han Solo. I'm gonna pick Sarah Connor. Ooh, interesting, interesting combo. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Sarah Connor because I. I want to win, so um, so Sarah Connor versus Han Solo. Um, Han, Han, Han. You say Han, Han. 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 This is like WAP and WAP. This one, I'm pretty sure I'm right about. The other one, it's, I'm pretty sure you were right about. It's Han Solo, Han Solo. Han, but you keep saying Han. You can say Han. You get it's it's said both ways. I'll give you a perfect example when Lando's getting choked out. I am it's taking the Harrison Han. Ford. Han Solo, not that shit fucking solo movie one. <laughs> this will be up. This will be up. Uh, this will be up on. I, I'm probably gonna put it up tomorrow. To be honest, split them up. We, we've been getting. We've been getting. We've been getting. Uh, so don't put been, them back to back because it's like yeah, we won't. One. But so no, do do one Thursday, one Friday. We'll do one Thursday, one Friday. So we're looking for your favorite movie Let monsters. Be specific, and then we're going to. Uh, have Han Solo versus Sarah Connor. So the the hero of the rebellion versus and failed father versus the, <laughs> one of the one of the best mothers in the world. Is this how you're going to campaign and, for and it in the comments? No, I don't need you're to ca- warm it up. I, I don't need to campaign. I think I'm going to lose. I think I'm going to lose because it's this isn't really Han Solo versus Sarah Connor. This is Harrison Ford versus Linda Hamilton. Although that should that should definitely be a fair fight. I don't know that it's going to be. Han Solo is one of the most popular characters in the history of movies. So guess what? Um, <laughs> right. But but I would argue that Sarah Connor is pretty damn good herself. And uh, you know, one of the three or four great. I was gonna pick. I was gonna pick somebody else. Would have been would have been interesting. But you would have called it boring. But I would have liked to see where it went. But I don't oh, want to give you any... a Princess Leia. Princess Leia versus Han Solo. That would have been amazing. I actually, I was like, he's gonna pick Leia. But... <laughs> But no, I went. I went the other route. I took the. I took the highest performer. I took Sarah yeah. Connor's a number one seed that's just sitting there. So uh, we got. We got. <laughs> she was a waitress. But anyways, so find us all the things. Leave us a review. Share the video. All that good share, stuff. Share, share the, the link. Join the group. The group, by the way, the group. has balloon away from five hundred. Couple away from five hundred. 
uh, where Ooh, every did you hit that already. Oh. I did hit that already. I was trying to. We I was hit trying the to. Button. What do I have to hit? Doing it too early. What am I Jump doing? The gun. What was I supposed to? What was I supposed to do? Don't play the video yet. It's there. Oh my god. We gotta What's finish going? wrapping the podcast up. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Where can they find so you, Paul? So we're a couple episodes away from fifty. So the goal was to get the group to a thousand by fifty. So that is the goal. Uh, we're about halfway there. So, so share the link. We got a couple episodes. Sure, you want you can invite people. So if you're not, if you don't know how, you go into the group. There's a little thing at the top. You can invite people. So invite all your friends. Yeah, like-minded get folks. Them in the group with you. And we lo- um, we love coming and doing a show for you every week. So. Um, Sarah Connor is a waitress. Get out of here with that. Uh, in the comments, yeah, find me at but, Paul Spratt on all the things. And I'm at Florida Movie Guy on Facebook and. Missy's waving. Why is Missy waving? Are you just waving? Just waving Missy's just waving. Um, but uh, you can find me at Florida Movie Guy on Facebook and um, on Twitter. The Twitters. The tweets. I also got um, a PS5. So and you got a PS5. Congratulations. Play video games with me. Uh, I have a PS5. That's a whole other podcast, really. I know. So I, I have a PS5. <laughs> find me if you reach out. Oh, you Share the link. Out. Let people know. And if you have like-minded mm-hmm. people... Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great week. See Justice you. League and, and Movie Monsters next week. No Paul. Terminator. No me. He's going to be scared. I'm going to be scared next week. I don't know the, I don't know the fudge I'm doing. <laughs>